Welcome back to the Bend in the Trail podcast. Some people are absolutely convinced that yetis live in deep, dark forests, doing their best to avoid humans. Others believe they're mythical creatures, more a product of an overactive imagination than reality. Whatever you think about yetis, today's episode has two stories about them and a human called Marvin. Presenting Morris the Yeti, who hated spaghetti, and Morris the Yeti's new friends. The young Yeti lived deep in a forest with his mother. He didn't have a name, at least not a human name. Now, Yetis eat some strange things, but the thing he hated most was Yeti spaghetti, which was mostly worms and stringy moss. Whenever his mother made it, she would make him sit on a log until he took at least one no-thank-you bite. He made the most awful face and sometimes spit it out when Mama Yeti wasn't looking. Yetis are shy creatures and would never go near humans unless it happened accidentally. So it was very surprising when one day in his wanderings he happened upon a house near the edge of the deep, dark forest. Outside, a boy was carving on a stick, which interested the Yeti. He came closer and watched from behind a tree. As he watched, his nose began to smell a most wonderful smell coming from inside the house. When the smell became too delicious to resist, he came out of the forest, far enough for the boy to notice him. Oh, hello, said the boy. My name's Marvin. What's yours? The Yeti made a noise that Marvin thought sounded like Morris and said, All right, I'll call you Morris. Soon, Marvin's mother called, Marvin, time for lunch. Morris ran and hid behind the nearest tree. Stay there. I'll bring out enough lunch for both of us, said Marvin. His mother looked puzzled when he asked for an extra plate for his friend Morris the Yeti. She smiled and thought Marvin had created a new imaginary friend. The plates were piled high with spaghetti. Morris came out from behind the tree and sat across from Marvin. It's spaghetti, said Marvin. At the word spaghetti, Morris started to make a face, but it smelled so good that instead of a no-thank-you bite, he grabbed his plate and finished it in one gulp. Then he held out his plate and rubbed his tummy. When Marvin came in with two empty plates and asked for more, his mother said with an amazed look, You must really be growing. Actually, it's for my friend Morris the Yeti, he replied. His mother smiled her best, There are no Yetis, smile, and told him to go play, and maybe she could meet him later. Oh, Yetis don't usually like people, said Marvin said. Marvin and Freddy played all afternoon. Freddy, of course, being a Yeti, always won the hide-and-seek. Finally, as it began to get dark, Marvin's mother called him to come in for supper. Morris, come back tomorrow, and I'll teach you to play baseball, said Marvin. Marvin has a new friend, said mother to father when he got home. His father, being a forest ranger and never having actually seen a yeti, raised an eyebrow. His name's Morris, said Marvin. Mother and father looked at each other and smiled. Well, it's nice that you have someone to play with replied father. After dinner and a bath, Marvin took a look out his bedroom window, looking at the moonlight and fireflies. He waved at the yeti peeking from behind a tree at the edge of the deep, 
dark forest. The Yeti waved back, making a soft noise that only Marvin could hear. And Marvin wondered what adventures he might have with his new friend. The next story is called Morris, the Yeti's New Friends. Marvin and Morris became fast friends. They played all over the deep, dark forest near Marvin's home. Morris taught Marvin everything from fishing with his hands to climbing tall trees, which allowed him to see far into the distance. Marvin, on the other hand, taught Morris how to play catch with a baseball, which Morris thoroughly liked, and to carve a stick. When he tried to teach Morris to make a fire, Morris was terrified, but gradually got used to it and very much enjoyed the roasted marshmallows and hot dogs. At a campground a little way from Marvin's house, two children were trying to catch lightning bugs to put in their bug boxes. The boy, Trey, and his sister, Lauren, were giggling as they chased after the bugs in the early evening. The next morning, after breakfast of bread that had been toasted over the fire and topped by peanut butter, they began to think about what to do. Should we fish or hike? Trey asked Lauren. I want to fly a kite, she replied. Well, there's no place to, uh, big enough to get a kite in the air here, said Trey. We should go look for a place then, Lauren replied. So they grabbed their kites and walked into the forest, hoping to find an open meadow and enough breeze to get their kites into the air. Don't go too far, warned Mother. Trey thought for a bit and had an idea. Finding a ball of extra kite string, he tied one end to the camper to help them find their way back. He and Lauren set off to see what they could find. As they walked, the birds were singing and the squirrels were chattering. Every so often the sun would peek through the treetops, making the little forest a little less deep and dark and scary. Finally, they found that open meadow. The breeze was just right and the kites rose far above the trees all morning. I'm hungry, said Lauren. I guess we should start back, replied Trey. They turned around and began to follow the kite string back to camp. They followed for a way, but were shocked to find that quite soon the string had not only been broken, but they couldn't see the rest of it. Now what do we do? wailed Lauren. I'm not sure what to do, said Trey. They both stood where they were quite confused. Just then, Trey said, Listen, do you hear that? What he heard was one of the strangest noises he'd ever heard. It was halfway between a grunt and a squeal. Turning around, the two were shocked and surprised by the sight of a strange-looking creature peeking out from a hollow log. What's that? whispered Lauren. Trey just stared at the creature without a word. The creature hid back inside the log. Oh, hello, a voice said, with a boy attached to it, walking from behind a tree. Have you seen Morris? Who's that? said Trey. Well, he's a little tall, uh, hairy, and doesn't smell very good. As they were talking, the thing jumped out of the log and leaped into the air, making a screeching sound, which caused Lauren to hug her brother so tight he had trouble breathing. Morris, you're scaring them, yelled the boy. The creature immediately quieted down. He shambled over to the boy and stood quietly. My name's Marvin, and this is Morris, said the boy. 
is a Yeti. Is he a real Yeti? asked Trey. Oh, yes, but he's very friendly, so there's no reason to be afraid. He's taught me lots of things, and I've taught him some things. We're lost and very hungry, said Lauren. Well, it just so happens I have some hot dogs and marshmallows in my knapsack, replied Marvin. I think I have enough for all of us. Marvin started a fire. Morris gathered sticks, and everybody roasted hot dogs and marshmallows. Marvin ate three hot dogs. Trey and Lauren each ate three, but Morris ate at least a dozen and rubbed his tummy. He made some low, growling noises, which Marvin told them seemed to mean yum-yum. After they'd eaten, Marvin, Morris, and the other children played in the forest for hours. Finally, Trey said, We'd better get back to our camper. The problem is we don't know how to get back since something took the string we were using to find our way back. Oh, that's easy. We'll help you get back there, replied Marvin. They marched through the forest and soon had the campground in sight. Morris and I will stay here, said Marvin. Yetis don't usually like people. When Trey and Lauren arrived back at the camper, mother and father both looked very relieved. We started to get worried when you didn't come back, said mother. We did get lost, said Trey, but the boy and the Yeti helped us find our way back. Yeti? asked father. Well, his name's actually Morris, and his friend is Marvin, replied Trey. Mother looked at father with a smile that said, Yeti, right. A little while later, after dinner and getting ready for bed, Trey looked into the forest near the edge of the campground and saw the face of a creature with huge eyes peeking from behind a tree and waved. Father looked in that direction at the same time. His mouth hung open, and Trey smiled. I hope you enjoyed these stories. Come back again next time. Happy trails!